Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to a very special WrestleMania-themed edition of Ringside Rewind. Of course, I am one half of your podcasting tag team champions of the world, Chris Drady, a.k.a. Snaggle J, and as always, with the hot tag, the best wingman in the business, Mr. Chris Doyle. Whoa, whoa, WrestleMania. Underrated song. Yeah, exactly. It is uh, WrestleMania weekend, and we are ready for the big show of shows this weekend. And we've decided to put together what we could from WrestleManias of the past. Snaggle, you want to give the good people the rules that we went by? Yeah, so this is, we're calling this our dream WrestleMania, and here is how it works. We will be constructing a WrestleMania card of nine matches based on matches that actually occurred at one of the first 36 WrestleManias. Uh, There is a pre-show match, an opener match. We must also have a tag team championship, women's championship slash Divas championship, an intercontinental championship match, and a world heavyweight or WWE slash F championship match, which leaves uh, four wildcard matches in there as well. The big hangup with this, you cannot use the same performer more than once. So if you roll out, you know, edge in a money in the bank ladder match, well, guess what? You can't use them for any of the TLC stuff as a great example. Um, So it's going to be a lot of fun. We definitely want to see what you guys have in store for this. Hit us up on Twitter at Ringside Rewind uh, and let us know what your guys' dream WrestleMania is. Facebook as well, uh, facebook.com slash Ringside Rewind. Chris, are you ready for what I'm sure will be the most polarizing episode we've ever done? I think we're ready for this, and I can't wait to see what other people say about what theirs are and what picks that we have. Yeah, I think I'd like that's one thing. Reach out to us and let us know who do you think built a more compelling WrestleMania card and why was it me? <laughs> no, no, why was it me? Oh, right. Well, if you're so supremely confident, then I will give you the honors of going first. All right, very best. Uh as I follow and as I said earlier off uh, air to us, uh off air to you, I followed all the rules and I was able to sneak other couple championships into my card as well. Well, that's <laughs> I listen, I would like to point out I also have a fifth championship match on my card. Okay. So we're going to start with the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with the pre-show. My pre-show match is from WrestleMania 35. It went 10 minutes and 40 seconds, and it is the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match between Tony Nese and the best-kept secret, Buddy Murphy. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm not going to lie. You you got me on tilt right from the get-go. I watched this match a few times and love it every time. I think Buddy Murphy is the best kept secret in WWE. Him not being on the actual card for WrestleMania is 
really an indictment on this version of creative and Tony niece. I'm a big fan of as well. So, and I got a chance to get the cruiserweight championship on there in the pre-show where it normally is when it's main roster. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tony niece and buddy Murphy, uh, from WrestleMania 35 is my pre-show match. Well, listen, on listen, I was on tilt there for a few minutes, not going to lie, but there are going to be some similarities here because my pre-show match is also a WWE cruiserweight championship match. Uh, I'm my pre-show match is Neville uh, versus Austin Aries from WrestleMania 33 again for the WWE cruiserweight title. Um, I'm kind of sad with how Aries run went in WWE. I don't think he was ever going to be a WWE guy they did some really cool stuff with them but again this was still in the earlier era of the cruiserweight title and you know they weren't really getting a whole lot of play uh you know they, eventually they ended up doing the whole 205 live thing but this match really uh was just way better than i think deserved to be on the pre-show these guys went 15 good minutes um, the ending was a little fishy with the whole Neville goes with the eye poke and then hits the red arrow for the win. Uh, but again, if, if you're going to do a, a pre-show match, um, you're going to be hard pressed to find many that are better than Neville, uh, defeating Austin Aries via pinfall for the WWE cruiserweight title for Mania 33. Mr. Meltzer gave it three and three quarter stars. So, you know, it was good. And this was the match that caused... Neville or Pac and Austin Aries to leave WWE because this match was left off the DVD. Yeah. So they didn't get any DVD royalties, which is a, which at that point was a big deal. That, that was a big check for the guys that these two didn't get. Yeah. Cause this was a three match pre-show, right? You also had the Andre, the giant uh, battle Royal, which Famously, Mojo Raleigh won. And you also had the Intercontinental Championship on the pre-show, which is not something that you see very often. Uh, I mean, you know, historically, like, it seems to be relatively commonplace now. And I think it was done more so because the U.S. Championship at that time was in the Owens-Jericho feud, and you're not putting Owens-Jericho on the pre-show. Like, give me a break. But yeah, so, I mean, both of these guys were not long for WWE. Um, obviously, you know, they went... Their separate ways. Aries has, has popped up a few different spots over the years, and Pac slash Neville doing some very interesting stuff with Death Triangle over. Well, he's not even with Death Triangle anymore. That's kind of not a thing anymore, is it? But uh, they I, this past Wednesday night they came back. Mm. So on again, off again. But I digress. So opening matches in the books. Now I'm going to jump to the main card, and right off the bat. I've decided I'm going to completely upset the apple cart here. And we may spend some time talking about this one. My opening match is from the same WrestleMania. It is AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon from WrestleMania 33. Please don't beat me in the comments uh, because I did not pick Bretton Owen. But yeah, I'm going with Styles and McMahon. Uh, listen, this was probably and i know this is a low bar to clear 
But this is probably Shane McMahon's best match in ever. Um, he was able to have an actually good match with AJ uh, without having to do ridiculously stupid cage spots or like, you know, trying to kill himself. Um, it was a really good match. It was a really good 20 minutes. Uh, you know, they did a good job telling a story in the lead up into this. The match itself was a great way to kick off, you know, a a card that was otherwise not so great when you got down the card. A little, lots of letdowns uh, with what happened later in the evening. But I definitely think they did a great job by putting Styles and McMahon on first, which is exactly why I'm putting Styles and McMahon on first. Counter that. Well, I hope people do uh, in the comments beat you up for not picking uh, Hurt versus Hurt because that's what I picked. I picked Bret Hurt versus, <laughs> versus Own Hurt from WrestleMania 10, 20 minutes and 21 seconds. This uh, was a clinic, and uh, you can check that out in the archives at ringsiderewind.com. I will defend my choice later in the episode. Okay. To a Fair greater enough. degree. To a greater degree. Yeah, and you can. And I'm not going to go into the match because you can hear about what we said about it on the, on our previous episode. Uh, if one of a really great match, I think the best opener out of any WrestleMania. So that's pretty much the, like when I was doing my list, that was the first one I wrote down. Like, okay, yeah, this one's so, easy. I don't disagree that it's probably the best opener in WrestleMania history. My issue stemmed from the fact that I feel like there's a better spot to use Bret Hart. And that's one of the limitations of the rules is I feel like there's a better place to use Bret. Spoiler alert for later in the episode. Oh, yep, definitely. Okay, so uh, that was my opener. My second match on the main card uh, will be my tag title match. And it is Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys from WrestleMania X7. Uh, 15 minutes and 47 seconds of just straight through action. It is tables, ladders, and chairs without being called tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, it uh, The biggest part of that match, and you see it almost on every show, uh, is Edge spearing jeff hardy from the uh, from where the belts were hanging and almost killing both of them uh but uh, that is the lasting thought of that match but it's an overall great match and uh, my tag team title match for my uh third match of the night at my dream wrestlemania well listen i hope this doesn't become a theme because my second main card match and third match overall is the tag team championship match between the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys, the TLC match, at WrestleMania X7 as well. Really, this is probably the one that I probably penciled in first. Um, the, the uniqueness of the format, which was still relatively new at the time, um, the the intensity of the match the the again like you said the, the the constant to this day 20 years later referencing the edge spear while jeff hardy was dangling from the belts is one of the most iconic wrestlemania moments ever um i just don't think there's a better tag team match out there um 
unless you know you wanted to use Edge or Christian for one of those great Money in the Bank matches that they were part of when it used to happen at WrestleMania. But again, you know, if you're just looking at the best tag team championship match, I really don't think it's much of a discussion point. You got to go to X7 in the TLC match. It's just that good. It's just head and shoulders above um, everything else that had ever been done. Pretty, pretty cut and dry on that one. Yeah, exactly. Let's hope yeah. we don't. Let's hope we don't get into too many of these agreeing things. <laughs> well, no. Who wants agreement? Who needs unity? That's what I'm saying. We could be yeah. here. We could just say, oh, "Okay, guys, all of our things are exactly the same." Yeah, I'm thinking that's not the case. No, I'm thinking that's not the case either. Well, let's see. I'm going to move on to my next match. Next up, I have the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, versus the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. In a retirement match from WrestleMania 24, uh, where Ric Flair's career was on the line, his quote-unquote last match, retirement match, and then, of course, he turned up in TNA just a short time later. Um, again, on one of the most iconic WrestleMania moments ever, when Flair's stumbling to his feet, already crying, Michaels is in the corner, um, you know, he says, I'm sorry, I love you, super kicks his lights out, uh, and, you know, reluctantly covers him for the one, two, three. This was one of those matches that, again, was this, to me, if you would have never seen Ric Flair again after this feud with Shawn Michaels, and he would have just went away, stayed retired, showed up periodically at Legends Night, you would be so happy with how Ric Flair ended his career. Because the build to this was amazing. I still remember the old Yeller promo, which is one of the greatest promos HBK's ever done, and he didn't really even do a whole lot. But the the fuel up that he got from Flair just gave this match so much juice. Um, Yeah, just, again, another one of those matches that you can go up and down the list of HBK matches and find all kinds of great candidates that you could build a dream WrestleMania around. But for me, I'm partial to the, the WrestleMania 24 match against flair. So that is my fourth match. All right. I can't argue with that, Matt. I can't argue with that. That's a, that's a great match. I mean, not as good as the ones that are on my list, but uh, right. that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But my next match, uh, I slipped in another title match. It's John Cena versus the big show. From WrestleMania 20 for the U.S. title, 9 minutes and 14 seconds. John Cena's WrestleMania debut. Uh, he wins oh, with the what was then titled the FU. And uh, he moves on to do great things after that. Uh, but uh, he wins the U.S. title against the Big Show at WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square Garden. Wow. You're 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 really surprised me with some of these picks. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and it again it comes down to the rules where you can only use each person once. And I also tried to put together not I tried to put together the best card by like okay so we have our car crash match with with the the uh, tag team title match and then we have a a really big wrestling match with heart versus heart and and things like that so really building things up into 
uh, a crescendo of bringing up and kind of bringing down and bringing up building that uh, booking of a show. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing. That's kind of the the fun part um, of doing this, right, is, is you're trying to think of it from so many different angles. You're trying to juggle so many different things because it's like, you know, you, you could include this match, but that all eliminates these three other matches. And then it's like, well, I already have a TLC match. Do I need a money in the bank match or is that too much? Is that too many crazy spots? Um, it, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we're four matches in. I think I'm comfortably in the lead. Um, mm. But you still got several matches left to change my mind. I do. So uh, let's move on to our next match on my card. It is from WrestleMania 19. It goes 17 minutes and 55 seconds. And it's the last run for Stone Cold Steve Austin as he takes on The Rock uh, you can see this match and the build-up to it on the Mania of WrestleMania documentary that they did as well. Looking, Going back and looking at this match while watching that, seeing how bad, in how bad shape Steve was really in, uh, being in the hospital the night before uh, with anxiety issues and too much caffeine and things of that nature, and then bringing it back for one last run with the rock, the third match in their trilogy at WrestleMania. It was a great way to go out and really a, an in-ring retirement that so far has stuck. Yeah. So that's my, uh, that's my Steve Austin and my rock match for my dream. WrestleMania from WrestleMania 19 stone cold and the rock steve austin's retirement match getting those those big guys out of the way early I, that's what you love to see that just leaves me more room for the superstar factor later in the show uh so i'm going to shift gears a little bit and let's talk about the ladies uh and my women's championship match i think this is probably going to be not a whole lot of surprise uh, it's Sasha Banks versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch from uh, WrestleMania 32 uh, in the 16-minute triple threat match for the, I think it was the inaugural women's championship at this point. Um, there's, a, there's a really good case to be made that the triple threat a couple of manias later, which included Ronda Rousey and, and the coronation of Becky Lynch with the really screwed up finish, might be better. I I actually went back and forth on these quite a bit to the point where I actually watched both of them yesterday um, just to try to get my mind kind of made up because I wasn't really sure which one I wanted to go with. And after watching them again, I just think the, the aura and, and the times changing around that first match at 32 was just, it, it, it just put it that, much higher to me that we were starting to enter this new period in, in WWE where women's wrestling was actually going to a matter and B be good. I mean, we had gotten so accustomed to three and four minute divas championship matches at every WrestleMania for the last 15 years. Um, this was a really well done breath of fresh air. Uh, and again, it wasn't just a revolution in, in, in terms of speaking, this was a really good match. Uh, there was a lot of intrigue in it. I really liked it. 
having watched it for the first time in in five years, uh, it still you know holds up. So that is my women's championship match: Charlotte defeating Becky and Sasha via submission at WrestleMania 32. Yes, listen, that's fair enough. That's definitely. I mean, when it comes to the women's slash divas title, you're it's a lot of it's a low bar. Yeah, you know, except for the past few years. And I, I'm going to assume that you did like I did and kind of not really counted last year. Yeah. Like, you know, there wasn't really anything. Last year's WrestleMania was so messed up because of the pandemic and no crowd and it, very cold. Um, I just, just I, I'll be honest and, you know, spoiler alert, there's nothing from last year on my list. Oh, yeah, mine either. Yeah, so I think that the the couple of thirty three matches I had were the closest uh, I got to current day. Okay. Um, all right, so let's turn the page now, and my next match: Brett the Hitman Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin with special guest referee Ken Shamrock in a submission match from WrestleMania thirteen. So. This is why Brett Owen is not on the card. You have two Bret Hart matches, in my opinion, to choose from. You have Brett Owen from WrestleMania 10. You have Brett and Stone Cold from WrestleMania 13. To me, you know, this match is more important in the history of wrestling. It was, I think, bell to bell, a better match. Maybe not a better technical match. But I do think in terms of storytelling, I think it was better. You know, they went 22 minutes. Again, another iconic WrestleMania moment. You know, Stone Cold screaming out in pain, locked in the sharpshooter with blood all dripping down in his face. They've only ever shown it in black and white for the last 15 years. Um, you know, you had the double turn that sort of happened. This kind of sparked Brett down the heel road. And this was really, you know, pushing Austin towards that, that anti-hero, that you know, at the time in 1997 seemed to be a really popular thing. I mean, you know, the NWO was was already, you know, kind of laying their roots and showing that it could be cool to be bad. And, you know, this kind of started this this rise for Austin where, you know, he, he, he played up the I never quit. Um, so again, it was a really tough decision for me. But when I sat down and thought about, do I want to go Brett Owen or do I want to go Brett Austin? I think this is, and, and I know you use the rock match and you've got the trilogy of rock matches at WrestleMania, but I think for both Brett and Austin, this match is the best choice. So Brett versus Austin in a submission match from WrestleMania 13. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's, that is a great match. It's a great um, kicking off point for Austin. It's a great bookend to the Survivor Series match between Hurt and Austin as well. So, I mean, it, it definitely, and it's one of those matches you can kind of go back to and and watch anytime and still pick up something different from it. So, no, that's definitely a good choice. You're you're getting you're getting a little nervous, aren't you? No, no, not uh-huh. a no, no, no. I got big, <laughs> I got big hitters. I, listen, nothing but home runs coming now. Oh, listen, yeah, I I I look forward to it, including my uh, next match, which is. My Intercontinental Championship match. It is from WrestleMania 3. 
It is Randy Macho Man Savage and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. 14 minutes and 35 seconds. What else needs to be said? It is probably the greatest wrestling match ever at a WrestleMania. I don't disagree. It's the two guys both at their peak that had a hot issue going in to the match and both delivered. Um, Andre and Hogan sold 93,000 tickets, asterisk, but Savage Steamboat is the legacy of WrestleMania 3. Yeah, I, I think that you pretty much hit it on the head there. Um, it, again, it's this match. If, if you were a new wrestling fan uh, who was tending to air more on the I like to see a good technical wrestling match without all the gaga, without all the hardcore stuff, um, this would be like a top three must watch match. hundred uh, percent. I, I, I definitely can't fault you for having it on your list. And I mean, it's the only, like, I'm going to guess that I'm probably the only one of the two of us to have a match involving George the Animal Steel on our list. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give out any spoilers, but we'll see. Because well, that definitely should get me some votes. We'll, we'll we'll see when it's all said and done. Okay. I've still got four matches in the can. I mean, yeah, no well, spoilers. What? Yeah, exactly. So is it? I, I forget. Sorry, is it me or you? Yeah, no, you're up again. Turn it okay. back around. Turn it back around. So it's my uh, women's title match, and it's really the other one from the one you talked about. It's Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey from WrestleMania 35, 21 minutes and 30 seconds. The first women's match to main event a WrestleMania. As some people would say it is the first WrestleMania that really lasted two days. Cause wow, was that ever a long one? And I think the fact that it was a long WrestleMania kind of hurts this match's memories because it was so late into the night. It was so long into the card that the crowd was kind of exhausted by this point, but I think just in terms of star power, the history behind it, what went into it, including that great uh, fight on Raw where all three of them got arrested and they're breaking car windows and things of that nature, which is things you don't normally see in the women's division. My choice is the uh, Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte and Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania 35. I think, yeah, and again, I, I don't fault you for going that road at all. The two things that really uh, made the difference for me, one of which you alluded to, which was it was so late in the night and the crowd just was spent. And the finish was was the other thing that I just, I hate that finish. The camera, every camera angle they have of that finish is awful. Um, it's just, it, it was such a great match that, you know, again, uh what people unfortunately a lot of them remember about it was that was the finish but again i i absolutely can't fault you a historic moment for women in wrestling uh main event in wrestlemania great great choice uh speaking of great choices now that we're back to me um 
I'm going with The Rock versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania 18, X8, whatever you want to call it, in the Sky Dome in Toronto, Ontario. Um, listen, I, it wasn't the greatest display of wrestling ever. There's no doubt about that. But this is one of those matches that, even though it happened 19 years ago, you still have a hard time comprehending the crowd reaction of this match. Probably not The Rock's best WrestleMania match. Probably not Hogan's best WrestleMania match. But in terms of the storytelling, the circumstance, 68,000 people in Toronto, the crowd just monumentally invested in this match. Um, You know, with having what happened at the end where the crowd really gets behind Hogan. It's again, it's just one of those iconic things. I keep going back to that because that's what makes these WrestleMania matches so awesome. Hogan and Rock standing in the middle of the ring, both looking off into different directions and 68,000 people just going absolutely bananas for 20 minutes while this match was happening. And then Hulk starts hulking up towards the end And it's just like, you know, it it started this whole new chapter of Hulkamania that would last for another, you know, couple of years and then through the Mr. America gimmick and blah, 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 all that foolishness. And, you know, a lot of people have a hard time looking back at Hogan with rose-colored glasses and and seeing the good stuff. But to me, this match from WrestleMania X8 was just, it was chef's kiss in terms of, hype and crowd interaction i loved it so i've got rock hogan from wrestlemania x8 uh, so i can't be mad at that um i think it loses a little bit with the gaga around it i think that the crowd makes that match um i you know the nwo stuff after that and the uh uh, truck and trailer run into the ambulance stuff before it you know if you could take take that stuff out of it take the build out of it yeah. and the aftermath out of it and it stands on its own i like it but i again i couldn't use i wanted austin rock from 19 in there so i i had to delete Hogan Rock from my list. That's fine. That's fair. I respect your opinion. Yes. And choose to ignore it. Um, and then on the rebound, uh, I won't spend a lot of time talking about this because you covered it pretty well. Uh, I have Randy Macho Man Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat for the Intercontinental Championship from WrestleMania 3. Same match, different spot on the card. Um, again, for all the reasons you said, a masterclass in wrestling. Uh I don't think there has ever been or will ever be a better intercontinental championship match than this one. Um, really no much more to say about it than that. That's so that's your semi main event is savage steamboat. Uh, I've got two left. Okay. You've got two left. You okay. Have, yes. You should have three left still. Uh, I have two left. Oh, did I miscount? I have. Yeah, I think I have nine matches. 
Oh, that's okay. I will delete this one. I have 10. See, I tried to break the rules. Yeah. I will never tell you what the secret deleted match was. Okay. So my semi-main event is my world title match. And it is once again from WrestleMania 35. It is Kofi Mania, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Wow. Uh, I love this match. I love the build around this match. I love Kofi getting his shot that I never thought was going to happen. Um, I go back to Xavier Woods's face revealing Kofi's championship. Um, I, uh, one of my favorite parts of this entire setup and not even the setup, but the aftermath when it happened was video of NVP and Shad Gaspard in a bar watching the match and both of them breaking down, seeing Kofi win. And because they never thought something like they never thought that would happen. And I love this match. Um, and the funny part of it is, is it was never meant to happen. Um, if, uh, all Mustafa Ali doesn't get a concussion on the way to elimination chamber, Kofi mania doesn't happen. And we have Kofi being in new day, which is great. And, and that, but we never get Kofi doesn't get his, his heavyweight championship run. And I am a, and Daniel Bryan did everything perfectly in this match being the perfect foil to the underdog uh, kind of reversal role for him. So my semi main event for the world championship, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania 35. Wow. Not going to lie. That one threw me for a loop. Great. Again, I can see you, you explained it very well. Some very, very good merits there um but not one that i saw coming i'm interested to see i think i might know what your main event is but i'm i'm not even going to try to spoil it with a guess okay my main event is for well it was the start of, of the, the beginning of the end of the streak it was Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. The first of the two as we get into the later end of Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania. We were beginning to get to the this could end at any time portion of the streak. Mm -hmm. uh, um, this is the first one. This was not the retirement match that occurred the next year at WrestleMania for Sean. Um, this was the masterclass again, good versus evil Sean coming down from the, the heavens in the white jacket with the white hat and then undertaker coming up from the stage and the flames just perfectly done a perfect way to end the evening. And 
I think the best Shawn Michaels match at WrestleMania, definitely the best Undertaker match at WrestleMania, and my main event for my dream WrestleMania. See, I almost want to concede now that I screwed up the counting. <laughs> I, I, I want I want a do-over so bad because I can't apparently count to nine. I <laughs> thought you were going to go with the match that I deleted, which was uh, Undertaker Triple H 3 Hell in a Cell, uh, which I probably would have put in instead of Rock Hogan. But again, I can't count, so I'm stuck with what I got. And... I'm onto the main event, and I'm very excited about this one because I did this same exercise like seven years ago, and that was before this match happened. Uh, and this is one that we covered in pretty extensive detail on a recent episode of Ringside Rewind. My main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton versus Batista from WrestleMania 30. The Miracle on Bourbon Street. Daniel Bryan, who overcame Triple H earlier in the evening. I almost went a different direction and used the Bryan-Triple H match as my opening match. But anyway, uh, we're going with them in the main event. Um, and we're sending the fans home happy. Again, a lot like you did with yours of you know your title match where you had Kofi kind of overcoming his long career and never having held the title and you know it's this great moment this was that that similar sort of vein right it was daniel bryan overcoming all of these factors that had been thrown in his way uh makes batista tap out in the middle of the ring the place goes absolutely berserk a top five all-time wrestling pop um so yeah i'm sending the fans home happy in the main event with daniel bryan defeating randy orton and batista from wrestlemania 30. Yeah, I listen, can't argue with it. Great. I mean, not as good as mine, but well, well, let's so let's recap the cards for everybody at home. Chris, you want to run through your card sure. start to finish so people can get a, a fresh picture of it before they make their ultimate determination. All right. So my pre-show match, Tony Nese versus Buddy Murphy for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship from WrestleMania 35. My opener is Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. Uh, my next match is my tag title match. Uh, Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys from WrestleMania X7. Followed by John Cena versus The Big Show for the U.S. title from WrestleMania 20. Uh, my next match is Stone Cold Steve Austin's final match. Uh, versus The Rock from WrestleMania 19. Next up is Randy Macho Man Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Uh, my, uh, yeah, and then my women's match is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey from WrestleMania 35. Uh, my semi main event is Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and my main event is Undertaker Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Snaggle beat that. Well, I definitely did. And let's recap how. 
Uh, my pre-show match is Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship WrestleMania 33. My opener, also from WrestleMania 33, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. Next up, we've got the Tag Team Championships, the Hardys versus Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys in the TLC match from WrestleMania X7. Next up, we've got the uh, retirement match between HBK and the Nature Boy Ric Flair from WrestleMania 24. I'm sorry. I love you. Uh, then we transition over to the women's match, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch from WrestleMania 32, followed by Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13 in a submission match with special guest referee Ken Shamrock. Bonus points for Ken Shamrock getting on the card. Um, then we go to the famous Rock Hogan clash from the Sky Dome in WrestleMania X8. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship match, Randy Macho Man Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steve from WrestleMania 3. And my main event, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton versus Batista from WrestleMania 30. Listen, I think it's pretty much a landslide who's is better. But Yeah, I do agree. Thank you very much. Like but listen, I'm Chris glad you just I'm glad you just... decided that mine was the best. Well, Listen, why don't you tell everybody where they can let us know whose was the best? Uh, you can let us know uh, at Ringside Rewind on Twitter, also on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash Ringside Rewind. Uh, let us know who you think the best, and maybe if you want to take the challenge, feel free to uh, to do it as well. Uh, we did the best, uh, it's nine matches, and you had to include a world title match a women's or divas title match, uh, and an intercontinental title match, and a tag team title match, uh, plus a pre-show and an opener. Do you want to go quickly go over uh, this year's WrestleMania to see if there's anything that uh, jumps out at you? Is there going to be anything that jumps out at me, though? I'm mildly interested. Uh, I do want to see how the, the, the Daniel Bryan... Roman Reigns, Edge, Triple Threat, even though I'm pretty sure that the, the you know, I was going to say, pretty sure that the result is predetermined. All the results are predetermined. <laughs> uh, but I think it's I think it's pretty evident what direction they're probably going to go there. Uh, I'm interested to see, I think Apollo Crews and Big E should have a hell of a match. Um, that one's going to be really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it all. I'll probably watch the whole thing. But I'm not going to lie, I'm not super invested in it like i would normally be uh the day before night one of wrestlemania yeah exactly and j just quickly i'm gonna just quick very quickly running through the card um and this is the card as of right now the changes may may occur between now and and when uh, it happened although it yeah. Smackdown, it has, Smackdown have, hasn't aired as if we're we're recording this before Smackdown airs. So yeah, exactly. So uh, on night one, Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus uh, the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina, with the winners getting a women's tag team title match the next night. Uh, there is a tease that Carmella and uh, Billy Kay may get added to that. Uh, a match I'm very interested in. I'm a huge fan of Cesaro. Yeah. He gets he gets Seth Rollins on night one. Uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. That's going to be Shane jumping off something and falling far, I'm sure. Yep. 
Uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston defend the Raw tag titles against AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, I think AJ, like New Day, can lose this match and not worry about it. And AJ becomes a Grand Slam champion by winning the tag titles. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and John Morrison. This was a singles match that they have changed to a tag match. Um, this is your match to get on entertainment tonight. Yep. Basically. Uh, and Bobby Lashley uh, goes against uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Lashley defends the championship. McIntyre picks up the win there. I think that's pretty pretty sure. I think uh, Bobby is a uh, transitional champion for him. Uh, and uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's title is on night one. On night two, Nia ja or Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defend against the winner of the match from the first night. Uh, Riddle versus Sheamus for the U.S. title. I hope I'm a become a big fan of Sheamus recently uh, with him just knocking people out. Uh, I'm enjoying that. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn should be good because I don't think those guys can have a bad match together. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Crews uh, for the U.S. title. Have you heard the gimmick they've attached to this? The the Nigerian drum match? Yeah, it's basically anything goes. Uh, oh. It's just, yeah. Uh, so I think Crews wins that one because Big E is going to move up into the world title uh, scene, I think. Uh, Randy Orton versus The Fiend. I'm a huge Fiend fan. I'm wearing my Yowie Wowie shirt right now. Uh, I don't know what this is going to be. I'm hoping for a Fiend win because I think he needs the win more than Randy Orton does. Yeah. Um, it might be cinematic. We're not sure, but we'll find out uh, on night two. Uh, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, and then it'll be for the universal title, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge. I think for me, so, you know, a couple of things I, I'm looking forward to see that I'm, you know, somewhat partially invested in. Uh, I do want to see if this is finally going to be Cesaro's time, if they're going to put Cesaro over Rollins uh, and finally give him a singles run that he deserves. Uh, that would be nice to see. Um I also think, again, like you said, I don't think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can have a bad match. Um, I am interested to see what they do with The Fiend as well. I think this could be one of those The Fiend absolutely brutalizes Randy Orton so that Randy can get a couple of months vacation. Uh, I mean, he's not getting any younger. He's been really putting in the work during the pandemic, you know, at, at every event. And, I mean, he's been in the title picture a little bit. And I think maybe, you know, this could line Randy up for a bit of a vacation if he absolutely just gets brutalized by by the fiend um and yeah I, I, again a lot of people seem to think it is a foregone conclusion that edge is going to be holding up the title at the end of night two i'm not so sure if that's the case um uh, i do think it's a very interesting dynamic so i think really they've set themselves up for uh an interesting show at the very least um i'm just happy to be watching wrestling in front of a big crowd yeah. i think that that's going to be that's going to be the fun part. That that crowd is going to be wild. Um, like, absolutely, that crowd of, of what is it, 40,000, I think? 
something like um, that. Yeah, they're they're going to they, be they're going to be off the chains. They're very close to a sellout. Um, in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer has uh, has it pretty close to updated as of last night. Uh, there were 612 tickets left for Saturday, 338 tickets left for Sunday, and the get-in price uh, for a ticket right now on the secondary market is between 36 and 38 dollars. Yeah. Well, so. I'm sure I'm sure we will uh, break down all of the WrestleMania happenings uh, next week right here on next week. I guess technically it'll be like a week and a half because we're dropping this episode on a random Saturday. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll probably talk about WrestleMania and, and the fallout from it, of course. But we want to thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of Ringside Rewind here on WrestleMania Saturday. Um, whether you listened on ringsiderewind.com or in your Android or iOS podcast catching app of choice, you can find us in those locations. Just search up Ringside Rewind. We're in there. Spotify, Pocket Cast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podster, all those apps. We're in them all. So make sure you get in there and subscribe so you can catch all the episodes of our wonderful wrestling program, He Rings Out Rewind. And until next time, be kind and rewind.